1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to the Cipher Pharmaceuticals First Quarter Results Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Following today's presentation, instructions will be given for the question and answer session. If anyone needs assistance at any time during the call, you may press star followed by the zero on your push-button phone. As a reminder, this conference is being recorded today, Friday, May 14, 2021. On behalf of the speakers that follow, listeners are cautioned that today's presentation and the responses to questions may contain forward-looking statements within the meaning of the safe harbor provisions of the Canadian Provincial Securities Laws. Forward-looking statements involve risks and uncertainties and undue reliance should not be placed on such statements. Certain material factors or assumptions are implied in making forward-looking statements and actual results may differ materially from those expressed or implied in such statements. For additional information about factors that could cause results to vary, please refer to the risks identified in the company's annual information form and other filings with Canadian regulatory authorities. Except as required by Canadian securities laws, the company does not undertake to update any forward-looking statements. Such statements speak only as of the date made. I would now like to turn the call over to Mr. Craig Amal, Interim Chief Executive Officer of the company. Please go ahead, Mr. Amal.
2: Thank you, operator, and good morning, everyone. Joining me today is Scott Langell, Cypher's CFO. On today's call, I will be making opening remarks before passing the call over to Scott to review the financial results in detail. Following our prepared remarks, we will open the call for questions. Note that all figures quoted here are in U.S. dollars. During this quarter, we continued to execute against our stated strategy to right-size the business, optimize our cost structure, and broaden our portfolio through key partnerships. Towards that, we entered into a co-promotional agreement with Verity Pharmaceuticals for marketing, sales, and co-promotion of Brineves, Agristat, and Triviant. We believe that working with Verity's experienced specialized sales force will not only drive down cost but also enhance profitability within our hospital business. First quarter results were negatively impacted by a legal provision in connection with the impairment of Trulance. The company accrued $1.25 million as an estimate of the additional amounts owing to the arbitration. Excluding this provision, provision, EPS would have been would have come in at 10 cents US, demonstrating the strong earning power of the business. Subsequent to quarter end, we launched Abdarka AG with our marketing partner Sun Pharmaceuticals. We believe that this will broaden Cypher's isotretinoin portfolio and ensure that we have products to serve each segment of this market and maximize the value of this portfolio. The launch of an authorized generic version of Abzorica was contemplated when Cypher amended its distribution and supply agreement uh, with Sun Pharma for absorica in July of 2018. The company launched its authorized generic on April 29, 2021, which was triggered by Teva Pharmaceuticals' launch of its generic version of Abzorica. Currently, our isotretinoin Isotretinoin portfolio portfolio contains our flagship premium branded product, Ebsorica LD, and our newly launched authorized generic for the price-sensitive segment of the market. Cypher will continue to earn a royalty on the Ebsorica brand, as well as the new AG. Uh, We will also earn a margin on the COGS for, for these products. In addition, we will continue to earn a royalty on Absaroka LD. We are confident that working with Sun is the right economic decision for Cypher and is consistent with our overall strategy to ma- maximize the value of the isotretinoin portfolio. The launch of Absorka AG with our marketing, marketing partner Sun was part of our overall strategy to broaden our isotretinoin portfolio and ensure that we have products to serve each segment of the market. First quarter 2021 results showed strong control of costs, which translated into a 67% EBITDA margin and strong earnings. During the quarter, we continued to focus on executing against our priorities, including reducing our cost structure, utilizing cash flow effectively, and establishing the right partnerships to drive growth. Our Verity partnership is off to a strong start and we believe that Verity Salesforce will continue to help manage our cost efficiencies and drive growth and profitability within the hospital segment. Earnings for the first quarter was five, were $0.05 cents per share US and as I previously mentioned, uh, we're impacted by uh, legal provision related to Trulance. Excluding this provision, EPS would have been 10 cents per share, up 11 percent versus the prior year. Net income and earnings per share were both impacted by a 1.5 million accrual, uh, which is an estimate of the additional amounts owing under the arbitration. Although the, we are disappointed with the results of the arbitration, it is important to note that TrueLance was not currently being marketed or generating revenue for Cipher. In addition to our strong earnings from continuing operations, the company generated $4.3 million in cash from operating activities, with almost all of that cash ending up on the balance sheet at the quarter end. In March, the company received approval from the Toronto Stock Exchange to amend its normal course issuer bid in order to enter into an automatic repurchase plan with a designated broker. Cipher believes that from time to time, common share trade in, trade in price ranges that do not fully reflect the value. In such circumstances, the company believes that acquiring common shares for cancellation may represent an attractive and desirable use of its available funds. During the first quarter of 2021, the company repurchased 150,200 shares, an at average price of 93 cents. With our pristine balance sheet, Cypher is now in an excellent position to continue to execute on the normal course issuer bid and to selectively pursue product and business acquisitions in a prudent manner with a focus on high growth potential and near ter- near-term profitability. One avenue of growth continues to be our development partners. With, We continue to work with Gallifar on a number of interesting projects we are evaluating, including key products in the Lucy portfolio. Cypher and Gallifor are working very closely and expect feedback on some of the key projects from the FDA in the coming months. Cypher continues to evaluate the market potential for these products. Included in this portfolio uh, uh, is is with our development partner, Bomberg, Uh, who has developed a proprietary formulation that can deliver a higher concentration of active drug to the nail than competing products in the market. To date, Moberg has conducted two North American Phase III studies. In these studies, the overall cure rates were lower than competing products at 4.5%. However, in contrast to the competing products, the mycological cure rate was 50% in less than 24 weeks while the competing products required longer to reach this rate. Moberg is considering conducting additional trials uh, to address the complete cure rate by shortening the treatment period. In addition to this program, we are also uh, advancing our tattoo program, known as DTR-001. The U.S. Patent Office issued Notice of Allowance for the U.S. Patent Applications covering tattooed dermal compositions, topical, transdermal, and interdermal. We have received encouraging results from the proof-of-concept studies and identified a lead candidate compound. Planning is currently underway for the next focused animal studies that will incorporate test parameters that will potentially broaden and reinforce the existing IP. has assembled an attractive portfolio of assets beyond our currently marked products, and we continue to selectively look for additional products and businesses with growth, growth potential while remaining focused on profitability. I will now turn the call <coughs> over to Scott for a financial review of the first quarter results. Thanks, Craig. Revenue in the first quarter was
3: 5.4 million compared to 5.9 million for the comparative period. Licensing revenue decreased uh, to 2.8 million for the quarter compared to 3.3 million for the same period last year. Licensing revenue from Zorca in the. US was 2.3 million for the three months ended march 31 2021 compared to 2.8 million in Q1 2020. Licensing revenue from Lipofen and the authorized generic of Lipofen uh, was 0.4 million for uh, for Q4 uh, 2020. A a decrease of uh, 0.1 million compared to uh, revenue in uh, 0.5 million for Q1 2021. Uh, Just to correct that statement, that should be Q1 2021 is the uh, 0.4 million Uh, licensing revenue for extended-release tramadol. Concept and Durella was 0.1 million, uh, which remained relatively unchanged for the comparative period. Product revenue increased by 0.1 million, or 5%, to 2.4, uh, 2.7 million for Q1 2021, compared to 2.6 million for the comparable period in 2020. The increase in product revenue was attributable to a puris in respect of which revenue increased $2.6 million compared to $2.4 million in the comparative period. According to Acuvia, Aperius had a prescription market share of 42% in Canada for the three months ended March 31st, 2021, compared to 40% for the three months ended March 31st, 2020. Product revenue for Ozonex, Betaflam, Atikorol, Brunabase, Agristat, and Vanica was 0.1 million in aggregate compared to 0.2 million for the comparative period the operating expenses increased to 3.4 million for uh, the quarter compared to 2.3 million for q1 2020 the increase in operating expenses for the three months ended march 31st 2021 is primarily due to the provision for legal settlement in connection with throughent Excluding the provision for the legal settlement of 1.2 million, operating expenses decreased by 0.2 million, or 8.3 percent, to 2.1 million for the quarter compared to 2.3 million for Q1 2020. Income from continuing operations was 1.3 million, or five cents per basic and diluted uh, share, in Q1 2021 compared to income from continuing operations. Of 2.5 million or uh, point, uh, 10 cents per basic and diluted uh, share in Q1 2020, income from continuing operations was impacted by the provision for legal settlement of 1.25 million. Excluding this charge, the income uh, from continuing operations increased increased by 0.1 million or 5% or 4.5% to 2.6 million or EPS of 10 cents compared to 2.5 million or $0.09 per basic and diluted share in Q1 2020. Adjusted EBITDA for Q1 was $3.6 million compared to $4.1 million in Q1 2020. The company had $13.3 million in cash and no debt at March 31, 2021. The company generated $4.3 million uh, from operating activities for the quarter, and net cash increased by $4.2 million for, uh, during the quarter. For first quarter. Safer has purchased for cancellation 150,200 common shares uh, during the quarter at an average price of $0.93. Cents. With our strengthened balance sheet, we are in excellent position to continue to execute on our NCIB while selectively looking for attractive product acquisitions. I will now turn the call back to Craig for closing
2: remarks. Thanks, Scott. With a profitable business and a reduced cost structure, we feel that we are, we are in an excellent position to start accelerating our strategic promotional efforts to drive market share in our core brands and explore attractive products and businesses in a prudent manner. We are, we are now open, we will now open all to questions. Thank you. Operator?
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. Should you have a question, please press the star followed by the one on your touchtone phone. You will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request. If you are using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment, please, for your first question. First question comes from Doug Lowe at Leap Jones Gable. Please go ahead.
4: Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much, uh, Operator, and uh, good morning, gentlemen. Um, it, it, you know, it, yeah, Q&A I, uh, for me is obviously going to be Absorca, uh focused and I was just, um, uh, you know, mindful that, uh, you know, revenue declined a little bit uh, year over year in Q1, but, you know, some of that could be pandemically related, so that, but that's fine. But uh, just with regard to the pending... Uh, generic launch by Teva, you know, which I guess uh, transpired within the last couple of weeks. Um it's just sort of trying to think about the you know the relevance of uh, pricing of Sorica through your branded generic. Yeah, um, uh, in a way that might actually be more positive for your royalty revenue going forward, given that it would seem to me that Teva's generic Absorica could, could definitely steal some market share from its own uh, uh brand and from uh, Myland's Amnesty brand, just because of its superior bioavailability. We've, you know, it's well-documented well uh, Absorica has an absence of food effect and for efficacy. And so I was just, it's just thinking that if, you know, if, at Teva's generic Absorica can steal market share from its own generic. Could that perhaps have some uh, secondary positive uh, benefits on Absorica's overall brand, including the brand of generic or Absorica LD or Absorica itself? So I don't know. It's uh, uh, maybe less of a, Question: More of a comment, but I was just wondering if you had any market data or clinical data or feedback from dermatologists that uh, that within with revised pricing on Absorica that you might actually see some heightened uh, market share lift, and that that could actually have a positive impact on your royalty revenue going forward. Uh,
2: Doug, it's uh, Craig here. Um, I agree with that. We are monitoring the situation pretty closely, and we've you know had numerous calls with Sun. Uh, there is a potential that as a result of the reduced price of the product that, you know, the product could go after other, you know, segments of the acne market, including the, uh, you know, the Accutane-type market. Um, so we we don't know for certain, but we are thinking that because it's a superior product now at a lower price, uh, the market may expand. So we're hoping to see increased volumes although, uh, you know, at a at a reduced price.
4: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, thanks, Greg. That's it for me.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, should you have any questions, please press star 1 now. There are no further questions at this time. I will now turn the call back over to Craig Amal for closing remarks.
2: Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to reporting on our progress throughout the balance of 2021 as we execute on the priorities discussed today. Thank you.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for participating and we ask that you please disconnect your lines. Enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.